Rasta Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Oh shit, Rasta Jeff in the house. Greetings from Podcastville. This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including TH Seeds, Swamp Boys Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee, and for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Yeah, welcome to the show, Podcast World. I'm your host, my friends call me Rasta Jeff, and this is episode 684 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I've got a great show lined up for you. Before we get to the main topic of today's podcast, let's do a few shout outs to a few of the great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to my buddy Lefty. Let's send a big thank you shout out to two of my favorite testers, Rosin Man and Mobius Grows. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Thomas M, Nick A, and my buddy Luke. Let's send a big fist bump and a special thank you shout out to Rasta Green Thumb. I want to send a big thank you shout out to Canner Reaper 413. Let's send a thank you shout out to Rasufa. I want to send a big fishy thank you shout out to my buddy Made While Medicated. Let's send a big fist bump to Brendan Grows. I want to send a thank you shout out to Frankie. Then let's wrap it all up with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Captain Mojo. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen. And you know I do include a link in the show notes and in the video description to make it super easy for all of my friends. This, of course, is the portion of the show where I invite you to join the Discord server. There's an Irie Genetics Grow From Your Heart podcast Discord server. There's a link in the show notes and the video description. And I do look forward to seeing you in the chat on the Discord. All right, before we go too far, let me turn down this music a little bit and do a quick update. If you've been listening to uh, the previous episodes, you do know that I had a little spider buddy hanging out in my grow space, kind of working as a security guard, kind of a grow room mascot, just in there hanging out with me while I'm working, keeping me company, uh, listening to podcasts and enjoying some good music with me. Anyway, the update is the spider has left the building. I don't know what happened to my little furry arachnid friend, but the spider is no longer there. I would see the spider every day, sometimes two times a day. I haven't seen the spider in two days, which is usually four garden visits. I didn't do anything to the spider. Uh, I didn't put out any sticky traps. I didn't apply any pesticides. I didn't put out any predators. Uh, I just business as usual in there. Actually, I didn't apply a pesticide because that spider was there. I skipped a routine pesticide spray and now the spider is gone. Uh, he just casually, politely left the building. I don't know if he uh, got bored. I don't know if he ate all the bugs. I don't know if he just uh, wanted to go find some spider ladies to go mate with. I don't know what his plan was, but the spider is gone. I got a lot of great 
uh, feedback about the spider. People told me what kind of spider it was. Uh, people told me that it's basically harmless to people. It's not going to cause any damage to my home or my plants. Uh, people said that I was doing the right thing by leaving that spider in the grow. And by watching that spider grow, uh, he was definitely eating something. I think he was eating fungus gnats or uh, probably fungus gnats is what I think he was eating, honestly. That's all I really see in my grow space that I don't... Uh, fungus gnats are the only thing that can kind of get away with my grow space. They, they last in there for a minute. But I think he ate most of them. He chewed them up and he has moved on. Uh, I don't know if he died and just fell down into a pot. I don't know if I swept him up. I don't know if he's in there just hiding. I don't know if he moved on. Uh, he's gone. I got a lot of great feedback is what I was getting at. Somebody asked how he got in there. That is a very good question. I don't know how the spider got in there. Um, it is not a super secure grow space to be, to be completely honest with you. It's more secure from people, uh, children and pets more than it is from spiders. Uh, it is in a home grow. So it could have came in through a not completely sealed window area. It could have came in through the door. Uh, it's in a home grow. It's in Colorado. Who the fuck knows how that spider got in there? Uh, it's not a super, it's not Fort Knox that grow. It's it's a veg space, so it's not Fort Knox. But the spider got in and he got out. I don't know if he died. I don't know if he uh, got starved to death because there were no more bugs, but he has left the building. Anyway, thanks to everybody for all the feedback about the spider. This is not the Spider-Man podcast, so let's move forward a little bit. Wanted to give you an update. Since that music died out, it's time to move on. Um, you guys, I ordered, you guys and gals, I have ordered Grow From Your Heart podcast hats. That's right. Grow From Your Heart podcast hats and Irie Genetics hats have been ordered. Just in case you're not familiar, not only am I the host of the Grow From Your Heart podcast, I am the founder, breeder, sole proprietor, sole breeder, uh, the head motherfucker in charge of Irie Genetics Premium Seeds. That is also me. Uh, all of your regular and feminized seeds needs can be handled by Irie Genetics Premium Seeds. So I made Grow From Your Heart podcast hats as well as Irie Genetics hats. Uh, if you have been paying attention to the logos, it's the Grow From Your Heart podcast logo with the uh, the bars for the graphic equalizer. So it's got the red, yellow, and green stripes behind it. It says Grow From Your Heart podcast. I like those hats because people in uh, non-cannabis friendly environments can wear that hat. No one's going to say, is that a weed hat? It just says the Grow From Your Heart podcast on it. Uh, it doesn't look uh, like you're on team weed. Anybody can wear that anywhere. No one's going to question you. Then the Irie Genetics Premium Seeds hat does say I Genetics Premium Seeds on the front. It's got the cross logo. If you're familiar with my uh, the Ethiopian cross logo on the front, it says I Genetics on the side. Uh, those hats are coming. Uh, they will take quite a long time. The artment has been submitted. Payment has been sent. Now it is just hurry up and wait. I've got a lot of great merchandise uh, in the works. I've spent a lot of great money, a lot of money on great merchandise, uh, and the merch is all being shipped and printed and done. It is a weird time for buying and ordering merchandise uh, in the world right now. Everything is delayed. Uh, first off, the manufacturing times are greatly delayed. And then shipping times are even more drastically delayed. So uh, orders are stacking up, which is making uh, the orders that were taken in January of this year are finally getting sent out to people. So if you made an order in February, uh, you're weeks behind those January orders because they just got backed up. Anyway, I am rambling. The point is, there's a lot of new merchandise coming. There are two hat designs coming. There's another shirt design being worked on. There are mood mats should be here soon. They were supposed to ship mid-October. Uh, here we are approaching November. By the time this episode comes out, no mood mats for the table, no mood mats to show off. They're being printed. They should be here. Uh, be patient, just like I am. You had no idea they were coming. When I get all the stuff, you will get the updates. Uh, for updates, 
uh, go to my website, iregenetics.com. There's a newsletter tab. Click on the newsletter tab, type in your email address. When I get new merchandise, I will update you. Not only will I update you on merchandise, but new seed drops, new strains, updates, events, and things like that. Speaking of events, this is a great way to segue into my next note on my list. There is an event known as the Kind Cup Virginia coming up at the start of November. Make sure you attend the Kind Cup November if the Kind Cup Virginia in November. I'm not even going to edit that. You can see my brain totally skip right there. Kind Cup Virginia in November. That's a tongue twister if you're as stoned as me. Check that out. If you are a Virginia cannabis consumer, advocate, consumptionist, enthusiast, anything involving cannabis, in November in Virginia, the first weekend you want to go check out this event. Check out the Kind Cup VA on Instagram. Uh, check out the website. Just Google the Kind Cup VA. All the information you need will pop right up. There will be a vendor there with Irie Genetics Premium Seeds. All right, let's try to get me back on track after a total brain fart in the middle of that last note. Let's jump into this email here. I do have an email. It is a breeding question about culling males. Let's get right into it. It says, hey, Rasta Jeff, thank you for taking the time to read my email. Hey, thank you for taking the time to send me a great email, and thank you for listening to the show. It says, first, thank you for all of the valuable information you provide to the community. Bro, thank you for noticing. I do appreciate that. It says, I've been a listener for many a year, long before the video show, which is amazing. I'm also a DGC supporter, and I will be joining the Irie Army soon. You've been listening for a long time. Thank you. This show has not always been a video podcast. If you're new, a lot of the old episodes are just a picture on a screen and me rambling. This is only recently around episode 580 something, I think, 500 and something, uh, became a video show. That's almost 100 video shows when I say that out loud, but it wasn't always a video show. So thank you for being there uh, from the beginning when we were just doing, when I was just doing an audio show, trying to figure out my goal. Uh, trying to figure out my whole idea of what the podcast was. Thank you for being there for such a long time. I do appreciate that. And big up to the DGC. Shout out to the Dude Grow Show. Uh, without the Dude Grow Show, the Dude Grows Crew, this podcast probably wouldn't exist. They inspired me a little bit. They taught me a little bit. Uh, I've been on their show that definitely uh, advertises for me and gives me a springboard. And they're also some of my favorite friends. Big up to Scotty Real. Big up to the Dude Big up to Guru. Shout out to the whole gang, everybody behind the scenes that doesn't get the love. What's up, guys? I'm a podcast producer. I understand how much work you're putting in. Great show, great work, great efforts. You guys, go follow the DGC if you're not already. That's enough advertising for another show. Let's keep it moving. It goes on. Oh, I will be joining the Irie Army soon. No pressure, my friend. Uh, money is tight these days. Money is expensive. I get it. Uh, no pressure. A lot of people are supporting the Patreon. Uh, I appreciate it. Join in when you can. It goes on. It says... For my question, I feel like you would be a great help and offer the insight, which I cannot find online. Thank you in advance for your expert help. Uh, I like that. I like that you come to me instead of going to the internet because I've said it before, the internet can be so full of shit. The internet is a great place for some information, but there's no security guard or gatekeeper at the internet. If I wanted to, I could type an article on the internet that said I made $9 million last week and that I've got the most prolific seed company and the number one podcast on the planet and that I can bench press fucking 600 pounds and fucking I could type whatever I want on the internet and people will read it and a lot of people will think it's true and nobody will fact check it and it will become fact that will become story. That'll be the truth that always lives on forever because that's the internet. Anybody could type anything 
which is great and fun, but it's very problematic because I see a lot of people typing a lot of things that will cause more problems in the growth than they will possibly solve. So the internet's great, but the internet can also be a problem. So I appreciate that you came straight to me and you're like, hey, the internet kind of is crazy, dude. Here is a person that may know, maybe I'll ask them. I appreciate that. So let me get my high rambling ass back on track. Uh, I do think that I've got the insight. And then you said, thank you for the expert advice. Uh, I don't know about an expert, just an idiot with a lot of experience. I've done this a lot, take a lot of notes. I'm passionately curious. I feel like uh, these plants and I just get along so much. Uh, it just feels natural to me. It's just like I know when I walk into the grow, I'm like, oh, it's too humid in there. I can just feel it. I'm like my own humidity gauge, humidistat. Anyway, hygrometer, that's what the word is. Uh, I told you guys I'm high and rambly today. It's fun when you get on a microphone and just feel comfortable. It goes on. It does say, here's the actual question of the podcast. I'm running a pheno hunt consisting of five strains. My goal is to find a potential candidate as a keeper plus a breeding male. All right. I do like that. You're going to do a pheno hunt. Your goal is to find uh, breeding plants, a breeding keeper, and a breeding male. That is a great idea. However, um, grow them out a lot. This one time isn't enough. Do your pheno hunt. Find the plants that you like as a grower, as a consumer, as a, uh, not as a breeder yet, find the plants that you like just as a grower, find the plants that stand out as a grower. And those should be your stellar breeding plants, but running them once for a phenol hunt, in my opinion, is not enough to select a winner for a breeding program. It is only one date. Anybody can hide their flaws. They're crazy. They're fucking their issues for one date. It's going to take two or three dates to find out the problem of these plants. You need to stress them. The first grow, do it correctly. Do it perfectly so you can find out what do these plants express. What do they look like without stressful conditions? Maybe some of those plants will show you intersex traits, maybe some mutants, maybe undesirable growth traits that you're not looking for. Run them one time. The second time, change some things up. Push the nutrients a little harder. Push the lights a little harder. Do something different to almost induce a little bit of stress to these plants. Then you'll see some intersex plants. You'll see some mutants. You'll see shit you don't like at this point. Then the third time, really mess with them. Mess up that light cycle. Mess up their feeding. Give them drastic temperature swings. See if these plants show you intersex traits, intersex problems, uh, growth problems, any traits that you don't like. You should have a goal when you are breeding. You should know what kind of plants you like. Do these plants, within those three runs, do you see shit that you do not like? Part of breeding, it's really easy to find what you do like. How do you notice what you do not like? What do you not accept into your breeding program? Look for that. So I love the idea of doing a pheno hunt to find plants for breeding, but let's run them a couple of times and build a relationship with them. Like I said, I compare it to, uh, to dating people. This is, you can hide your crazy, your insecurity, your fucking psycho, your problems, your issues for a couple of dates. But by the third or fourth date, the bullshit's going to start coming through. Like you're going to be late. You're going to fucking complain about everything. Whatever issues red flags are to you, you'll find those. But it may not pop up on that first run with these plants, just like you may not see the crazy on a first date. So uh, run them a couple of times before you breed to them. That is just my advice. Do it your way. Have fun. Grow from your heart. Breed with love. Fuck the rules. Do your thing. But my advice for better success is to Grow the females at least a couple of times. Grow the male at least once or twice, uh, almost all the way through with the male and see what you've got. Test them, stress test them, abuse them. Uh, 
Don't do the abusive part to your date. That is the part where we've got to draw the line. The date will show you the problems. The people will show you the problems. Don't abuse them. You do your thing. But do abuse the plants. Uh, stress test these plants. People are getting stress tested by life. They'll show you their problems. We've got to throw some fucking accounting issues and some baby daddy drama at the plants also and see how they handle some shit. All right, it says I have flipped to flower and I am on day nine now. I have cloned everything and I have separated the males and the females. My main question here is, when do I start calling males that you deem unworthy? That's a very good question. It says I plan on taking all of the males 50 plus days to flower to see their full expression. Would it be more logical to cull along the way or at the end or stay the path and see their final forms, then decide and cull all? Now, I'm going to go back to my uh, maybe not the best analogy, but I'm going to go back to my dating analogy. And if you can see that a male plant is not going to reach your goal in your breeding program, you don't have to keep it around. If it if you're looking for tall, skinny plants and you've got a short, squatty plant, why would you even keep the short, squat one? You want, you want the tall, skinny one. If you want a short, squatty one, get rid of the tall, stretchy ones. If it's not fitting the criteria which you're looking for, get it out of there. Why waste time with it? You don't have to go on a second date with a plant that you already know is crazy on the first date. Um, so you can call them uh, as you're going. There's no You can call them in veg. They're your plants. They're just plants. Uh, it's very okay to call plants. You can just get rid of them. Don't waste the time, the soil, the water, the lights, the energy, the numbers. In my situation, plant counts are very important. So if I see one that I'm like, oh, I don't like that clip, let's replace it with something that is good because I can only have so many. So I would start calling as soon as you start seeing that those plants don't reach your criteria. But to do that, you've got to have a solid goal. What is your goal? You've got a bunch of new female plants and you've got a new male plant. Uh, you've got to establish a goal before you get much further. What do you want the male plant to look like? Why are you breeding with those selected female plants? What are you trying to do? Why do those plants stand out to you to breed? What do you want from your male plant? Write all that criteria down. Maybe make a checklist. I want my male plant to be shaped like this, leaves like this. I want it to smell like this. I want it to flower around this many weeks. I want to just write down a checklist of what you're looking for. And if it doesn't have that, get rid of it. It's very easy to pull plants that don't reach your criteria. As a breeder, uh, seeing what you like is really easy. I said this a moment ago, seeing what you like is really easy, but then also identifying the red flags or traits that you don't like is another special skill that you have to acquire as a breeder. Then there's another thing of becoming attached to the plants. We, we love these plants. We've spent weeks on them. We know that it's got potential. Even though that's not the breeder for this run, I should save that male and use it for the next run because it would work well. Just get rid of some shit sometimes. Pick the best of the best. We're breeding cannabis. There are so many people out there breeding. There are so many plants out there. There are so many seeds out there. Why would you waste time with something that kind of shows potential when you could fuck with something that, look at this rock star that is just ready to go. Don't waste time with sixes and sevens in the grow space. We only have room for nines and tens. I'm trying to get cannabis to an 11. So quit fucking with the fives and sixes. I said fives is not even going to edit that. Quit fucking with the fives. Quit fucking with the sixes. Get them out early. If you know that's not reaching your criteria, don't use it. I don't like to use a male plant that's a freaky mutant in a breeding program that has potential to go to market. If it is something for my personal experimental stuff to keep back that you guys will never see other than pictures and 
Uh, I may outcross it later. Then I may use a freaky mutant just for my own personal breeding program, but I've been doing it for long enough that I can see what I want out of that. But for a commercial, for a production breeding program, I wouldn't even fuck with the mutant, something slow growing, something shitty. It goes, it goes immediately. I need uh, highly productive plants with vigor uh, that recover from stress very well, that can handle abuse, that are resistant to bugs, resistant to mildew, find those sort of, stra- sort of traits. And I say this a lot, set yourself up for success. Don't fuck with those number five males or females. Get them out of the grow. Get rid of them. Then when you've narrowed it down to one or two solid males, flower that one out all the way. Let it go 60 or 70 days and see what it does. Does it change colors on you? Does it make trichomes? Do those trichomes build up on one part of the plant or another? Like, what do you see when it goes longer? Does it get deficiencies? Does it start bulking up at the end? Those traits are going to pass over in the progeny. So let it go. See what you've got. Maybe narrow it down to one or two and then let those last two go like 70 days and see what's the best out of those. Something will speak to you. In most cases, something will speak to you. And you're not wrong because it's like choosing, I don't know, it's like choosing cake or ice cream. Both are fucking delicious. And if you choose cake, you get to eat cake. And if you choose ice cream, you get to eat ice cream. You didn't fucking lose. You're going to have a good time. You get to grow out a bunch of seeds. You get to make a project. You get to see what it does. Maybe, maybe you did choose the wrong cake or ice cream when the outcome grows and some of that stuff grows like shit, but this wasn't a life or death situation. This was a fun breeding project. And guess what? Get to eat more cake and ice cream and try it again. So have fun with it. Grow from your heart, breed with love, set yourself up for success. Pull those ugly males whenever you feel it is time to get rid of them. There's no need to keep them around. Like I said, time, space, energy, lights, water, soil, real estate, all of that stuff adds up very quickly. If it's a male plant that doesn't reach your criteria, if it's a female plant that doesn't reach your criteria, get rid of it. Use that space for something uh, that is going to uh, pay for itself. It's got a, it's getting rent in your grow room for free. Let me keep going. There is more to this. It says, I've been taking detailed notes along the way, and I have my plans mapped out for what my potential outcome will be. I uh, expect so many surprises in your first breeding program. It's going to be fun, especially doing it from straight up seeds. Uh, going to be so many variables. It says, I've been growing a very long time, but I've never ventured into breeding until now. My next hunt will be the machine from yourself to look for a male as well once we get it into Canada. Ooh, everybody is hyped up on the machine. The machine will make it to Canada. As soon as we do the official drop here in the States, the official drop will happen in Canada as well. I'll make sure to get packs up to my Canadian distributor. Uh, the link for the Canadian distributor is on the website. If you're up there in Canada looking for Irie Seeds, go to irigenetics.com. Click on Seed Vendors. There's one that simply says Canada. That is for you, my friends up there in Canada. Click on that. Uh, right now, the stock is low. They are being replenished. It takes a lot of time to get shit to Canada. That's all I can really say. It just takes a minute to get it up there. Um, so uh, the machine will make it to Canada along with the Saka Souffle. Big shout out to my buddy Mobius. Big shout out to Rosin Man once again for doing beautiful jobs with the test grows on the Saka Souffle and the machine. Those guys are a badass team out there working together. Good friends, good bros, good friends of mine, big members of the Irie Army. The machine is coming to Canada. It will be everywhere. Don't worry. I'm working on more distribution as well. Uh, also, you guys keep asking about the machine and the Saka Souffle. I will do full, complete episodes for those strains. Uh, have no fear. I cannot wait to talk about them. When I've got a better plan of a drop date, I will talk about it. I was planning on dropping them at the Indo Expo. I've said this before. Uh, I don't know if the Indo Expo is even happening. All of the emails I send to the Expo, Indo Expo come back 
with a notice that say, this email is no longer being monitored and all of the employees have been terminated. So that's the fucking fate of the Indo Expo. I do not think it's going to happen. Um, I apologize if you had plans. There was a big event happening around that. You guys, I don't think that's going to happen. Let's replan that. Uh, we'll talk. But uh, the release was supposed to happen at the Indo Expo. If that may not happen, there's no need to wait on dropping these beans. I've got them. Uh, I'm working on art. I've, my art friend is probably designing the art packaging, uh, the packaging for the art, the art for the packaging, whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. Big shout out to my art buddy. He's probably up right now smoking dabs, doing the artwork. So once we get the art finalized, the packaging in my hands, seeds and packages, then we'll discuss doing a podcast episode and getting those seeds out to the vendors, then to you. Stay tuned for the machine. Let's see. There's more to this. It says, thank you. Uh, that's it. Thank you for everything you do and keep up the great work. You are a true artist. Then, just really quickly, since we read this, there is a quick rundown of the strains we are hunting. I want to know which one is going to be the male. Uh, it says you're hunting five, maybe one of these five strains. My goal of this is to find a potential candidate plus a breeding male. All right, so out of this, these are the five strains you're going to grow. One of these, we're looking for a male. We have got Amnesia 2 Zombie Kush from Ripper. We've got Lake Tahoe OG from Best Coast Genetics. We got Skunk Berry from Jordan of the Islands. We got God's White Banana from Jordan of the Islands and Black Candy from Jordan of the Islands. It sounds like a great lineup. Unfortunately, I'm not familiar enough with any of these uh, lines or breeders to make a recommendation on what to look for. So um, it sounds like a great lineup. Sounds like fun. And I wish you the best of luck. Send me some pictures. If it comes down to uh, selecting male plants and you're not sure what to do, send me some photos. We'll put the pictures on the podcast here, and then we'll talk about selecting the male from your seed stock. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, and pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there, I want to thank you once again for listening to episode 684 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. My voice is starting to cut out and crackle. I don't want to torture you and make you listen to a terrible sounding show, so I'm going to quit while I am still winning. I want to thank you again. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, the email address is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Uh, for anything else, make sure you check out the website at iriegenetics.com. All of the links you need are right there. Vendor links, the Discord link, the iRee store. Everything is at iriegenetics.com. Of course, don't forget the Patreon uh, link at patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. That is all I've got for you for this episode. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy OG Purple Thumb. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.